Let's get loud, baby. Woo! Yeah! Podcast time, baby! Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, the behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav. And I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. You can find out more at locationindie.com. I'm super excited to record with you today because it's been a little while since we hopped on the mics. We've been talking quite a bit. Isn't it funny? We just we just mentioned how tech can be the bane of all existence. And here we are. We were on Skype yesterday for two hours. Nary a worry. Everything streamed fine. We were just chatting. We weren't recording. We go to record. We hit the record button. And 15 seconds later, the call drops. Why? Why is the universe plotting against us? <laughs> Hopefully it's not. But I, I, I don't even like to put that out there because it scares me. But there's a uh, Sometimes some tech-related issues are of our own doing, I think. And this is a little philosophy that I have that I think is totally true, and it's called the let it soak philosophy. Do you know what that is? I, how, I'm sure you just made it up right now. So I'm I just not, made it up about five minutes ago, but I know, it's something I don't I've know talked about is. before. I've never actually labeled it, but it's, it's such a true thing, and I think it's hilarious. So you know how when you've just finished a big meal, say, or you've cooked dinner or whatever, and you got all the dishes to do, right? So you kind of throw the dishes in the dishwasher if you have one, or maybe you clean up a little bit. But then there's like the hard things that you're just like, oh, I'm just going to let these soak. And yeah, I mean, sure, there's something to the soaking. It, It can obviously loosen up some of that debris and make it easier to clean later on. But really, you're just kind of putting off the hard thing for later because you don't feel like dealing with it. And then maybe another layer deeper, you're secretly hoping somebody else will jump in (laughs) and do it so you don't have to. And I feel like that's been going on a lot recently with me with this tech. Dude, I'm like three operating systems behind on my Mac. I have to do all this backing up to get my computer straight. You said your computer is almost at the end of its life. Well, the battery lasts for a good solid 15 minutes without being plugged in man if i'm I just lucky keep, yeah it just keep putting this stuff off and uh of course we could have a whole business conversation around that but um yeah it's funny because the tech thing i've just been thinking is it me because my computer's running a little wonky but of course because of course startup disk is almost full i'm getting that message lately so uh that just so, means someone explain need, to me what the startup disk is <laughs> i need to get my act together what I need is to, the startup uh, disk jay it's the uh it's the the disk that starts up when you start the computer, I believe, whatever whatever happens. But there. but it is Something. different from the the memory, right? Like it's different from like I have no gigs left on my hard drive, or no, or is it the same? Because whenever <laughs> I get close to the filling up the gigs on my hard drive, it says startup disk is full. So I thought they were the same thing. I bet Google has the answer. Now anyway. isn't this now listen, hold on, isn't this encouraging listening to this that two guys who run online businesses from around the world don't even know what a startup disk is. So if you're a tech savvy you're uh you're already well ahead of the game. I can help you plan a 35 hour trek 
from the U.S. to Thailand. <laughs> no problem. I'll tell you what boats to get on, what taxi cab drivers to go to. But do not ask me what a startup disc is. <laughs> Warning. Warning. Yeah, let it soak. Like it. Let it soak. I, I don't ever secretly hope that someone else does it. I just actively hope that someone else does it. <laughs> you know, you leave it overnight. You hope you wake up second, you know, that someone wakes up mm-hmm. before you goes downstairs. Like, oh, there's only one dish. I'll do it. Because that's the thing with doing the dishes. It's like it's so overwhelming. But if there's only one or two in there, it feels much more manageable. So, yeah, I, I let you it know, soak. Yeah, I, I, I hate waking up to dishes in the sink. And it's just one of my pet peeves. So I try to clean them all up before the end of the night because then you come back if the water's cold it's kind of like eh, i don't know it's whatever well let it soak i think is always a a good uh a good excuse a good analogy <laughs> to not do dishes okay <laughs> to not do ditches to not upgrade your computer to still be oblivious to what the heck of startup disc is even though i get that message at least seven times a day and i've yet to figure it out just let it soak let it soak <laughs> but there's something to be said for that in in that you can, and we've talked about this before, but you can let little things stop you from actually doing the the big things. And I think there is a point, There is it is a balancing act between, oh, you know, I have to do this, I have to do this, I, I, I should, you know, if it, we're talking the computer analogy, like I have to clean off my hard drive and get all my pictures off and do this. And, you know, yeah, you should do it at some point, but sometimes that can be an excuse for actually not doing work that you want to do, right? I mean, because I've gone oh, yeah. the other yeah, way. you could use it the other way. That's I've gone true. the other way where I have a big thing that I, I know I should get done, but it's like, well, first I should probably do this. And you start going organize through your... My, men- I need to organize my photos. That's like top right. of the list. Right. You go through the <laughs> mental checklist of all the things that you've put off for probably months. And you're like, well, I really should get done right now instead of doing the big thing. <laughs> that could happen. And um, well, all this putting things off and you know how this ties in with business... Brings up a little bit of a question, I think that that goes along with the the idea of putting things off, or what you know, what are the things you should embrace as somebody who is a location independent entrepreneur or who wants to be? What are the things you should really pay attention to in your own personality? What are the important things to be aware of? And the question I have for you, Trav, and I think that we could debate this today is. Ooh. Debating, no holds barred here. I hope we're on opposite sides of the debate. Yeah, and I, if you're listening, you know, we don't we don't plan these podcasts out. So Travis and I both come to these shows with uh, little ideas of our own, but um, you know, we we kind of see how the the conversation unfolds naturally. An open mind. We come with an open mind. Yeah. So we we have no idea where this is going, but this question I think is an interesting one. What is the most underrated skill or personality trait that? A location independent entrepreneur needs to. I don't want to use the word succeed because success is a whole other topic. You know how you define success and everything like that. But uh, you know what is the the most underrated skill or personality trait that that somebody should be aware of in order to create that lifestyle of location dependence or sustain it. And um, you know, I'm going to give you my gut. Like, you know how you ask people, give me your what, what is it, your your one second answer and then your one minute answer where like you don't yes, have time and, to think about it? And we're talking on the business side, not on the travel side. Here, really, so. here is the first word that came to my mind, Sur- surprising even myself, because I, I don't know why this came to my mind. So this is why we're going to talk about patience. Huh. I don't know why. I mean, if I think about it, I can understand why. But it's funny. As soon as you were saying that, maybe the idea of underrated, maybe that helped trigger it because... For me, I'm not a very patient person. I just, you know, I look at the 
big picture stuff. And I think like, I want to get there. Like, you know, you think, oh, I've got this idea. Okay, how can it get done? And immediately you want it done. Well, listen, there's there's good side to that, to, to wanting to get it done. It motivates you to actually go and do it instead of putting it off forever. But the downside is nothing, at least in my experience, has ever gotten done as quick as I want it. Because typically it's in my head and I'm like, well, I wish it was done. Like, hey, there's this app idea. Why isn't it just done, right? So I think patience is very, very underrated. Like being able, and we've talked about this and it plays into patience, stepping back and looking at it from the big picture and saying, all right, don't look at it always just day to day. Like, oh man, I didn't get this today. But look back and say, all right, what about a week ago? Where was I? Or or a month? Or of course, the biggest one and, and the best one sometimes is to step back and say, where was I a year ago? And I know I've said this a lot on this podcast because I use it all the time in my own life. I'm like, one year ago, exactly what was I doing? Okay, that helps you then see the bigger picture and say, all right, I am progressing this stuff. Even if day to day you don't feel like you're getting as much done each day as you wanted, or you might spin your tires one day. Like, If you have that patience, which I don't usually have, it helps calm you down a little bit. You know, uh, Facebook has that thing where it's like, two years ago, you were doing this. Five years ago, you were doing this. And uh, two years ago, around this time, I was hitchhiking in Scotland or just finishing it up. And I had my hitchhiking race partner come through town, uh, which was a beautiful thing, man. He hitchhiked over here from Denmark uh, to Oslo and had him here as a guest, got to hang out, played some guitar, you know chatted walked around town had some great conversations just had an awesome time so that that's the best thing facebook has done in yeah, the, the, a the long two, time the, the yeah memories. it's like kind of like it's awesome. kind of like a visual representation of what you're talking about it, it, yeah i love it i mean almost every day that i go on facebook which is basically every day i guess at this point i if i i love when it pops up because it's just it's inspiring for me to see this a the stuff that I've done and and how blessed I've been able to to have these cool memories. But b also it it helps put in perspective. Wait, that was only two years ago. And when you just said two years ago you were hitchhiking Scotland, that's hilarious to me because I remember when you told me you were doing it and I donated to that. You know, it wasn't I. It was like. 25 bucks. Thank, so, yeah. thank you. Pulling the veil off. I might have been 50. I don't remember. <laughs> but either way, I remember thinking that's really cool what he's doing. We didn't know each other that well at that point. Like, I remember you asking me about it and me thinking, hey, this is a really cool project. And I, I actually, I think, put it on my Facebook, my friends and family and said, hey, my new friend. Like, it was one of those things. Well, my, this was, we were actually working on the first Paradise Pack and we were we hadn't launched it yet, though. Right. Think. So we, we like had this relationship where we were working towards something, but we didn't actually know each other that well and uh to think that that was only two years ago yeah. is very shocking to me yeah i hadn't thought of that 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 is shocking to me as well because i feel like you know a little bit of a, a brother from another mother type of situation here you know business partner we've been in the trenches all over the world hanging out and um it's hard to believe it's only been two years and it's been an awesome ride man i gotta give you a digital high five just because two years ago we were getting this train rolling with our our first big project, which is the Paradise Pack. And by the way, we're not going to harp on that. We're in the middle of the show right now. But um, this is something that we have coming out in uh, just a few weeks. And I'm mentioning it because it's such a huge event and I don't want you to miss it. And it's like a once a year thing. It never happens again. We take all of the best products, educational products and travel and online business, combine them together to create the ultimate package for location independence. And we got a cool gift we're giving away too. 
Yeah, so uh, check that out, guys, theparadisepack.com. It's going to run from May 31st to June 7th, so you definitely don't want to miss that. Again, it's once a year, and this bundle is only available once, and then next year it'll be a different bundle. So uh, just really cool stuff, and we do a huge party leading up to it, virtual party. So we're giving away tons of cool stuff, backpacks and a copy of the uh, Paradise Pack, all types of cool stuff all throughout May. So check that out if you're listening Get on the list if that sounds interesting. Um, Real quick then. All right, so I mentioned patience being being a surprise what's your gut reaction i guess you had time to think about because you asked the question so you got to give me your more i guess thoughtful answer what is the most underrated trait for you for a location independent entrepreneur um slash traveler i don't know why or how this question popped into my head i was just on a run a little bit before this podcast and i was sitting there trying to get into a little meditation uh yeah because kind of relax clear my mind and um I don't know, this question popped into my head and the, and the answer did pretty immediately like it did for you. And it was consistency. You know, I think that being consistent, it might be the most important thing you can do. And I think it's a very underrated attribute, I guess it would be. I don't know um, if it's a personality trait. I think it's something you have to work on or work towards. But when we talk about consistency, it covers a lot. I mean, you could talk about you know, having consistent good habits. You could talk about consistently working, consistent messaging in your brand. I mean, you could go in a million directions with it. But what, what I'm kind of referring to is just showing up and doing the work, even on the days where you feel like, you know, nothing's happening or, you know, everybody's starting from nothing. So especially in the beginning, and then you have these peaks and valleys, the whole roller coaster ride cliche exists for a reason because it's true. But you still keep showing up. Now, I know it's hard to figure out what that line is when when you should stop doing something and maybe transition or pivot to something else. But developing the habit of being consistent is huge. And I've just learned this through my own personal experience running businesses, through working under other people that have run businesses. And it's just amazing how just showing up every day or most every day over a long period of time wins out because you just get better at your craft, whatever it is you're doing, and inevitably the comp- i don't want to say the competition but all you know whatever space you're in most people won't last they can't last so it just drops off it gives you a better chance to succeed there are just a lot of reasons why i think consistency is is important and very underrated yeah you don't have to be the smartest person to be the most successful that's for sure and i think anyone who is successful will t- will probably be the first people to tell you that because you see these well i'm not going to talk about the presidential election here yeah. but uh, <laughs> but but you, you know yeah you see these uh, of people who are successful and they're usually saying like, yeah, I, I know this other guy who can do anything, but it, it is. I think consistency is a really cool word. I, you know, we could every single podcast and we probably, maybe we do use the term balancing act. And I've already used it once when I was talking about the idea of patience, but with consistency, you know, a, a podcast we did a few back was, was titled screw it. And we talked about how sometimes you literally just have to say, Screw it. I'm, I'm done. Like, you know, I'm done with work right now or screw it. I'm going on this trip and I'm like, you know, like you actually have to allow yourself the freedom to say, I've created this lifestyle for myself. I've worked hard towards it or I am working hard towards it. And I, and you want to reap the reward. So you can't keep yourself like chained to the desk and be like, oh, I must work eight to five because the point of this lifestyle is that you're, you're not doing that, right? Or you're not doing it if you don't want to, right? That the decision is yours. But, on the flip side, with the consistency, there are certainly times where I have to sit down 
and force myself to say like, all right, you're just going to do it. Like, like you're just going to get through the minutia of what you have to do. If you're not being creative, if you can't do the big picture stuff today, like sit down and write out a few emails or sit down and like organize your calendar or like, you know, whatever it is. I mean, there is little things that, that have to get done. And so it's a balancing act between those days where I say, no, I should say screw it and just go outside. And like, that's what this life is for. Sometimes you should, but there are certain, if you do it every day, you're, you're right. You won't build the consistency and you won't build up like the inner fortitude to push through those times where it, where it sucks. Yeah, I think it's consistent small steps too. You know, the whole big picture, going back to what you said before, and, and the thinking, the long term thinking, you know, I wonder if that's just how, because I, I think we share that as a similar personality trait. You know, is that just how our brain works? Everybody thinks different. So it's really hard to imagine being in somebody else's head and how they think. You know, now you can, I think, I, believe you can train yourself to think in different ways or develop a habit of thinking in a certain way. But it's not necessarily true that everybody thinks in that way. So it might be something that needs to be practiced or not. I mean, I need to practice it plenty of different ways of thinking that I don't think on my regular way. I don't know if this is getting too kind of weird, but uh, my my natural tendency is to think ahead and then see like, the end result and then reverse back and kind of see all the steps you need to take. And then it becomes a big overwhelming thing because it's like, Oh my God, like there's a billion things to do. Maybe it's because I'm thinking more of a logistical logistics, you know, how do we get there? And then it's setting yourself up for disappointment, like not enjoying the process. It can, because you're like, Oh my God, I need like how, you know, I just want, you can't just want the end result. You have to like enjoy the process. So uh, this is where I think what's helped me a lot is just can taking knowing that taking consistent small steps, like the the example of like someone writing 500 words a day and at the end of the month having 15,000 words, things like that. And you're just developing that. You know, or if you're just starting a business, taking one small step today, like registering your domain name, like even if you work full time, you work 100 hours a week, like you can, you know, find 15 minutes and register your domain name or whatever. And then you develop this habit of taking small steps consistently. That becomes a daily habit of uh, taking action, which then leads into uh, bigger and better and greater things. Yeah, you, you mentioned 15 minutes in and changing the way you think or forcing yourself to think a certain way by, by you know, setting these external things in motion. And I think that... You know, we we were asking for feedback on the podcast, and one of the things that that got brought up is like, I love what you guys do, this and that. Like, can you make sure you're giving some actionable steps? And and I want to be really clear with that in this one because I think there are some really actionable steps that people can take to do exactly what you're saying. For me, and uh, I can't remember the name. You know, I didn't come up with this. It's given some fancy name by someone else, but. Setting aside 20 minutes. So this goes for whether you are someone who's working a full-time job or has another job and you're looking to build your own thing or whether you're someone who has your own thing, but you're, you know, that day you're really struggling to just get down and, and get something accomplished. Take 20 minutes. And I've been telling Heather this quite a bit because she's working on her first project and I have to tell myself this all the time. Set a timer for 20 minutes and say, I'm doing something for 20 minutes. Like, like, 20 minutes of focus. I'm not going on Facebook, not checking my phone, you know, turn your phone off, close all the other websites, whatever it is you need to get done that day, right? And it, again, it's 20 minutes, so it doesn't have to be a big thing, but maybe it is 500 words of writing. Say I'm doing it for 20 minutes, set a timer. 
because the Pomodoro any, technique. The Pomodoro, that's what it's called. Yeah. So anyone can 25 do, minutes is supposed to be. But. All right. Well, and I cheat I a guess lot. The I, I cheat and, a lot, right? 20 <laughs> minutes. Um, well, actually, Mike, Mike that helps us uh, post the show, and he's another location indie team member and community member, he, uh, he just put a video out on Facebook about this, the, the Pomodoro technique, just as like a productivity tool. It's like the 25 minutes, take a break for three minutes, do another 25 minutes. Yeah, and I never liked the for me talking about how different people work different ways. I never liked the twenty or whatever twenty five. Well, I never liked the twenty five minutes, obviously, because I thought it was twenty. Um, and then take a break for for three minutes and then come back. I, I do that occasionally. I actually did that yesterday, where it was really nice out. You know, twenty minutes. I ran downside. I just like I just like walked around outside, and then I was able to come back and refocus. But what the Pomodoro technique does for me is when that timer goes off, I'm usually like. Since I've started, I'm in that mode. So then, like, I can just keep rolling for a little bit, right? So it's not even, it's more of a mindset thing. Now, there are days where I do the 20 minutes and then it, it goes off and I'm like, oh, I'm so thankful it's over. Like, I, I never got in that mode, but that's fine because you at least did it. But probably 75% of the days, it helps me start rolling. And uh, so that's what I would recommend to people who are like, I want to be consistent, but I don't know what to do. That and always writing down a to-do list. I know I've mentioned this on other podcast, but this has been maybe the most important thing I've ever done. Started Another doing. habit, another consistent habit. Writing it down the night before. I mean, there are times where I come home and it's like, I don't come home at 1 a.m. that often, but let's say I did. You know, and if I haven't written it down, I now feel anxious. So I just run into my office and I write down what I should do just to get it off my mind. And then I can easily just go to bed. And then when I wake up the next morning, I'm not thinking about what I need to do. I just go and I check that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, here were your thoughts yesterday when you were more clear-headed or whatever. So uh, those are two habits that I always do to, to maintain consistency, two consistent yeah. habits that help me. Those are great. And I do the same thing writing it the night before. Like it's to the point where... Yeah, I'll, I'll like run out of the shower because I thought of something and I'll still be dripping and I'll have to, oh, I got to put this on the list before I forget. And um, it is nice to just go back and know. And it's it kind of, kind of ends up being like a list for the week. And sometimes it's a little bad because it gets so long and I'm never going to accomplish it all. And then I look back at the end of the week and there were like 20 things. I got five of them done. And it's just like, oh gosh. So there's this whole mental struggle that goes, it's a never ending thing. But um, yeah, I just wanted to comment because I thought your... Your answer of patience with consistency really pairs well, like a fine wine and a good Italian meal or something, you know? It's, um, they go hand in hand, you know, because in order to be consistent, you have to have a lot of patience because on the days where either you don't feel like you got a lot done or nothing's happening or you're in the growth, certain growth stages of your business and things, the needle's not moving. And or sometimes it's moving backwards, you know, but you're still showing up with that positive attitude and still taking action. That's where I think the patience coming in, having the patience to just continue to take consistent action and not let things intimidate you, setbacks intimidate you and things that walls that you run up against, not let not letting them jam you up. And I think uh, patience and consistency, I really love how those two uh, mesh together. Well, and they're super unsexy, and this is a this is a fun lifestyle, and the people who are underrated. selling the underrated, the people who are selling the dream, um, are you know you want to highlight the amazing parts of it because it is awesome. You can work for yourself, you can work from anywhere, blah 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 blah. All that is amazing, but to get there, you have to sometimes do the nitty gritty, and uh, and that requires patience and consistency. It is I again, if you would ask me. A, What's fun about those exercises when you give your gut reaction is if you would ask me 
tomorrow, it might be something different. But for whatever reason, patience came up. And yeah, that's Consistency true. came up. And, um, and I think those are two criminally underrated things because everyone wants to talk about, oh, well, you should be a big thinker and you should always have ideas and you should be a people person or a connector, you know, and all that's really great. But none of it means anything if you're not actually doing the work consistently and holding yourself to a, I, I guess, to a level that is attainable, but also like still shooting for the stars, right? Like you can't set your goals too high. And then if you don't it's, get there, beat yourself up. It's the whole shoot for the uh, stars and maybe you'll hit the moon scenario. Yeah. And be okay um, hitting the moon. That's the important thing, right? Be grateful for what you have, regardless of um, what it is. That's that's an important piece that I that for me has been the most helpful thing is when I start slipping or I start thinking, getting into the comparison trap or just thinking I'm not doing things well enough in my business or whatever. It's like just being grateful for what you have. And then it's like, oh, yeah, duh. Like, why am I... That's so stupid. Come on, Jason. I don't really say come on, Jason in my own third, head. Though. Third That's person? Kind of, well, I don't really third person it, but I could. Maybe I should. I mean, I, I could be like harsh, harsh words, Jason. Well, um, thanks to Facebook, it makes it really easy to be grateful for what we have because <laughs> we got Facebook memories. So the big takeaways, check your oh. Facebook memories often and enjoy them. Uh, by the way, big takeaways, don't get on Facebook because you're going to lose consistency, patience, and productivity, I think. No, uh, I don't know, Trav. I would we could almost do a po- a follow up sequel that's the most overrated uh, skill or personality trait, but like uh, I don't it. We'll know. We'll tease that out. That'll be fun. That would be we a good might, one too. But now, now th- are we going to do that? Or are we going to table that? Uh, we might do it at some point. A te- yeah, teaser okay. alert. We'll Check back. We'll make see. make sure that see if we do it because I think that'd be fun. The most overrated thing. Um, I won't be able to give you my gut reaction since I'm now thinking about it as I'm talking. But <laughs> I want to talking. You you mentioned going to Italy. And um, one of the really neat things, every episode or most episodes when we have time, which we have time this episode because we got through that nice and concise, um, is an Inside LI segment where we highlight one of the or a few of the things that are happening inside our community, Location Indie, which is full of people who are trying to build a location-independent lifestyle or who already have and are looking to scale it up, all, all types of people at every level, which is really neat. And uh, speaking at every level... I got to give Richard a huge shout out. He just posted this, I think, two days ago. And he goes, hello, everyone. I just quit my office job. And that is the best career decision I've ever made as it was holding me back from traveling. And I was absolutely miserable there. I was there for three years. I'm so glad to be out. He still has a full-time job with the airlines. Doesn't say what that job is. I don't know if that's like uh, a flight attendant or pilot or something like that. Um, or, but here's what's so cool. Ever since I've joined Location India, I've done a few trips. He says a few. I'm going to put that in air quotes. I went to Yucatan Peninsula to see the Mayan ruins. I toured Tulum. I went to Sicily, had an epic, um, Italian adventure, went to Rome, the baths through, uh, coins in the Trevi Fountain. I did a few weekend trips in the U.S., Richmond, Virginia, St. Louis, blah, blah. And, um, yeah, he just goes on and on. So I just love the fact that A, he was able to quit his job because then the best is that we get to uh, read all the comments of everyone like who's done it and has been there, giving him advice, but also cheering him on. And two, I like that he said he's been on a few trips and then mentions at least four distinctly different trips that he's been on. That is awesome. Uh, along those lines, I got to give a huge shout out to Heath in the Location Indie community. I got the sweetest email from him today. with a. It was an audio message where he told me yesterday he quit his job and he is 
like a hundred percent location independent. And he was just uh, said so many nice things about, you know, the community and, and just shared uh, some, some intimate stuff about the journey. And, uh, I mean, I just, I'm so happy for, for, uh, for Heath and, uh, everybody that's, that's gotten to this point. And, um, you know, if you, if you're working towards it and you haven't yet, it's not like it's, it's it's a journey. I mean, it takes time. It, it takes time for everybody. And, and some people don't want to quit their jobs. They want to do the remote thing. And that's cool too. But for those that want to, and that's their end goal, and then they, you know, after months of taking action and like getting support and working through things, they end up, that day comes when they can, when they do it. And then they share that with everybody. It's, uh, it's really powerful, man. I, I really, what a way to wake up. So I, I just want to give uh, Heath a shout out as well for, you know, quitting his job and uh and going for it and he's been killing it on this amazon fba stuff so he did a an awesome knowledge share in in location indie for the members it was like a two-hour like in-depth you know he showed us how he he buys and sells on amazon and like uh, for anybody that wants to do that it's it was a super valuable class but um yeah so anyway shout out to uh to both of those guys and um yeah, yeah awesome Richard stuff. and Heath. And I think that that speaks to consistency and patience because Heath has been talking about leaving his job for a good, oh man, I don't know, maybe six months, but not, not talking about like, oh, I want to, but actually actively planning to do it and, and setting things in motion to do it and taking consistent action of bumping up how much he's making off selling on Amazon and, and, and doing that in all spare time to a point that now he's at a level that he could. So talk about consistency and patience. You know, here he was six to eight months out. I don't know when he started planning, but that's when I remember him starting to kind of talk about it. It's been that long where he said, I'm going to do this. And he put a plan in motion. He was consistent about it and he was patient enough to let it get there. And now he's able to do it. So yeah, Richard and Heath, huge congratulations. Uh, congratulations. What a. <laughs> I don't know. I slipped into uh, my Japanese mode there. I started stumbling over my words in the beginning, so now uh, you get to tie it up at the end with a with a little stumble, a verbal stumble. There, we're uh, we're down to our last almost ten seconds, so uh, the buzzer will be going off in a second. But I uh, want to say thanks for being here, and if you want to learn more about Location Indie, you can text the words Location Indie I N D I E as the buzzer goes off. There it is. Uh, location I N D I E, all one word to three three four 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 and trav i mean we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the paradise pack and if you're still hanging with us and you're somebody who is looking to level up the current business you have or make the business you have location free in some way or you want to start something up the paradisepack.com i am so proud of what we've put together we've got it's just an epic offering and um it's a once right before this call Right before this call, you talked about a new product that, that we were able to get in the Paradise Pack, which sounds awesome, about how to basically grow and build your YouTube audience. And I haven't told you yet, but when we get off the call, I had another phone call with someone else who's going to be putting in a crazy cool product about how to charge what you're worth and a whole little online course about that. And those are only two of the 15 to 20 products that'll end up being in there, uh, just covering the whole spectrum of how to travel, live, and work anywhere in the world. And uh, it's once a year... Uh, so get on that. Check out theparadisepack.com. If you want another thing that you can text, you can text Paradise Pack to 33444 as well and hop on that email list. If you text the location Indie One, 
We'll also be sending out updates as well. So just check it out. It's once a year, big party. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what isn't overrated or what won't make that what won't make that sequel episode if we have one is developing real skills and actually taking the time to learn some of these skills. And uh, that's what the Paradise Pack is all about: is teaching a variety of different skills in online business and travel. And the beauty is. Once you learn those skills, you can use them forever. You have that knowledge, but it's important to take the time. And this isn't something where they have like a college course somewhere, you know, to, to, to do this. So our aim is to just get the best products out there together to give you all the tools and the actual skills, the, the actual information you need to, to do it. So anyway. Enough about that. It's going to be awesome. Infin- Don't miss it. Infinitely more cheaper than a college course. Infinitely more. Cheaper <laughs> yeah, that's than a yeah. Course. About the same as a you know a fancy dinner for two or a, or a pair of expensive jeans. You could be uh, you could be location independent if if you're not already. You could be doing what you want to do, whatever that is. So anyway, we uh, we appreciate all of you listening to the show. Trav mentioned getting feedback recently. If you have any feedback for us. You can always send us an email to team at locationindie.com. You can just get in touch. We're, we're around. So um, wherever you are. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks for joining Thank us today. Thank you for listening. Had a blast. Stay consistent. Stay patient. And we'll talk soon. And if you're, uh, if you're on dish duty tonight, let it soak, my friend. Let it soak. Let, let it soak. Peace. Cheers. Cheers.